Any mini money, which hoes? Which one? Which flow did the pretty bitch go? Where? I got some, but I really want more. Any weather, I'ma shine. Any weather, I'ma glow. It don't matter, I'ma shine. We run the globe. Step on that boat without using my toes. How you do that? I wanna talk about crypto, get millions. Shout out my shot, like big up the skilly. A check on me now, but I'm chasing a billy. Big gun busting, I'm rich like really, really. Step back, my diamonds, they bang. bang. New baguettes in the ring, they bang. They bang. Yeah, bitch. bitch. I got 500,000, wanna order my wrist. Ooh. But I still can't buy the bitch a first class plate. I'ma pop a blue pill, I'ma fuck her all night. All the case, I'ma bust inside. Put her thumb in her booty, cause that what she like. What? Bad ass kid, like Dennis the Menace. Open her mouth on her face, I'ma finish. Stay in the lab, I'm a motherfucking chemist. She flip on the dick, she a motherfucking gymnast. Any money, my witch hoes. I know the baddest down three in a row. Super long intro, my bad. Real nonsense. Stack some flow. Let's go. She want the info. She do. I wanna talk about crypto. I'm trying to lead it, but bloody. Ooh. Like Brian when he threw the elbow. Brian. Street sticky cup, muddy. Mud. Father looking like Rodeo. Bring you sports content. Let's get it. I wanna talk about crypto. Angles you just never think about. But it's okay. That's why we're here. We help you think about them. We give you inspiration. We give you. You know what? He's right. That's what we're bringing. Real nonsense. <laughs> Fun show. <laughs> Breaking this hell, we coming back. Fun show today. Let's go. What do I want to do today? Bad bitch, small waist, pretty face. Having my way, having, having. She let me nut on the face. Stay in your place, stay in your. Shut up and stay out the way. Shut up. Decided what I'm gonna do today. I'ma go ride the rock up in that dime today. I'ma go ride the rave, ghost. I'ma go ride the rave, take off. I'ma go ride the rave. I'ma go ride like I'm from the bay. Bay, you better watch it, bay. Better up doing what Simon say. Say, they mad cause I caught the rave. Holy did look in my life. Hey yo, Twitter's undefeated. Little background. I never got on Twitter. I. I totally miss Twitter. I totally avoided probably the most popular social platform in history. That Instagram, you know, Mark, you know, yeah, face, you know, Facebook, Twitter, it goes back and forth. It's, you know, it's fluent. But... I was original to the Facebook platform, right? I was was first one there. I remember Facebook, it was a code. I felt intelligent because I was able to log on. This is why. Because Facebook, when it's original drop, it's original drop, you needed a student number. You needed to be a student somewhere. You couldn't just be a random person. You couldn't have just went to some school and then selected that to be where you were from. Like computer location, all that stuff was off. Like none of that was happening. There was no location. You know, I, I could have said I was from anywhere. 
Yeah. <laughs> like legitimately. I could have been from the Netherlands. It, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But uh, what they did, and that is to the root of Facebook, uh, why they have privacy conversations to this day and why they have to sit on boards in front of Congress. I mean, me as a consumer of that product back then, it felt invasive. Now, to me, at 18, no, it didn't. Because they were showing me hot bitches and, and you know, connecting me to, to to women like I'd never been able to connect to before. Like that. So I didn't care. I mean, you, you want my personal information? Fuck it, man. You already got it. <laughs> that's actually the fu- That's the two middle fingers that Mark Zuckerberg, or, or uh, I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but, but, but Mark whoever, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the two middle fingers he gave to everybody. Was I got your information? I'm using it, and I'm creating it, and he's molding it. That was the difference. Like MySpace email address, you know, like the social platform before that, Black Planet email address. I don't even know if Black Planet needed an email address. I think you just need a username and made yourself a password. That was crazy about Black Planet. Like you, you literally didn't have to be alive to have a Black Planet. You didn't have to even be, you didn't have to confirm anything. So, like, online security has come a long way, but I think we, as humans, a lot of times don't look into what it is and, and how vulnerable we are online. Like, that's why we can't jump into the future. That's why we can't send uh, 10,000 drones to Mars and... You know, we virtually live in, in you know, expect, yeah, it's, it's the reason that a lot can't happen because the Internet is the Wild West. It's 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 un it's uncharted territory. It's a place no one's ever been. There's no laws there. Like Laws are just coming around now. Think about how easy it was back. In 2005 to get my information Think about how easy it was for me, for me to just put my credit card information online How easy it was But uh I digress <laughs> This is This is a sports show And we're talking sports here Uh I wanna start with the LA Rams LA Rams Uh Man from Super Bowl to uh, Super Woes is the L.A. Rams. I think they, like a lot of teams, I think they um, just can't overcome. They, they came into the perfect storm, and they came out a lot. That's kind of the way I see the LA Rams. Halfway through it, they found a, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, a protagonist character in, the, in Odell Beckham who who provides this help when, when all looks lost, when they look average and middling, which they look worse than this year. 
they find this 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 protagonist person to to take them over the top. It's a great story. This guy's coming theoretically off like a pirate ship. This guy freed from chains. He's he's being held back. And it's a bunch of storylines. And it was a great tale. But I think that was it. I think it's just it's a great battle in history, and that's all they want. And 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 I'm not gonna lie, they want it. And and they can ring the bell for years to come. But that's all it was. It was a battle in history. It was it was Spartacus Rebellion. That was the Rams victory. It was them saying. We're putting all forces together. We're uniting arms. And we got some breaks coming our way. I'm telling you, them not getting the Chiefs or the Bills in that in that in that uh in that Super Bowl. Listen, they went out there and won that Super Bowl. And this is no knock to the Bengals because I do believe Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. But without all that, I think they caught a break getting a young Bengals team that they played in that Super Bowl. I do. I think Chiefs been there before, know what it's about. I think Josh Allen. Resilience. That's one thing about that dude. He carries the wagon. Carries the wagon. For his organization. And that's kind of wrong. Just opening up that. That can of worms right there. Should your quarterback. Be required to carry the wagon. Should he be in the back coast? Kirk Cousins, you know what he does? What does Kirk do? Does Kirk carry that wagon? Or is he in the back? This is what I'd say. This year, this year, Kirk's carrying his wagon. Kirk's success. Look, he's the most, he is the biggest question mark in Enigma. And I'm not going to make this about Kirk Cousins. But he was a bad example just now. <laughs> Put it this way. Geno Smith's carrying his wagon. But he's kind of riding though. Not not to take away from him. I'm, I'm saying this. Put it this way. Quarterbacks should be treated as royalty. And if you're not treating them as royalty, if you're treating them as labor, 
Lamar Jackson, for example. Love Lamar to death. But Baltimore made an open decision in an, in an open statement to treat Lamar like labor this year. They traded his best wide receiver away. And that's kind of what I mean. Lamar is carrying his wagon. Josh Allen carrying his wagon. Justin Herbert carrying his wagon. Burrow on the fence. He's got he's now Burrow's got toys. So I don't yeah, no. I can't put Burrow and carrying his wagon. Uh category. Mahomes is carrying his wagon. I'm not gonna lie. You could put a better team around Patrick. Now Patrick Mahomes has had a better team around him. So that's why uh his maturation. I think Andy is the and and coaching is that. Coaching is an extent of parenthood or an extent of just the intangibles that you're giving to a player. Andy's prepared Patrick for what he's in right now. The maturation of Patrick Mahomes. Andy's understanding we can trade away and give away pieces like Tyreek Hill and still be competitive and get where we want to get. Andy Reid systematically understands that his development in the kid turned into what he can now ask of the kid. Um, so that's a masterful job by Reed. But I do believe this season, I think seasons prior, Patrick Mahomes may have had the luxury of at times not always carrying the wagon. But this this is is his maturation of no way even a pundit like me could could argue if Patrick Mahomes is carrying his wagon. So he's he's definitely doesn't have the luxury. Um yeah, that, that that some guys got. But I'm telling you, some guys do. Jalen Hurts. Me and Hurts, uh, I do think that running game is a is a uh it's it's something. I think that running game is something that Philly has really figured out. I think Sirianni understands how to play old school football in a new way. I think, and I think that is Jalen Hurts. I think he found the the prototype. I really do. I really think he found the prototypical quarterback that is going to pretty much be the quarterbacks we see of the future. Six uh, four guys are slower. Six five guys are slower. They just are. Uh, granted, release points and, and offensive linemen and those things matter, but, I mean, moving the pocket, moving guys around, that's what's going on in, in the NFL, and that's what's working. That's how you can have the Titans and, and Chiefs going neck to, you know, you know, neck to neck, wire to wire. Uh, that's just how you can have that because to the root of football, it never changes. Whoever can push the person around up front, that's where it starts. On the lines, in the trenches. 
That's where it starts. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, you know, as far as the, the, the analogies that spun, um, carrying the wagon, it's a lot of quarterbacks that, that are, that are really doing a lot for their teams. And I, and I think those are the guys that are really, uh, you know, really, really bogged down. I, I, th- I don't think Tom Brady for a lot of his career had to carry the wagon. I don't. I really don't. Um, the year we saw Tom Brady off the hook, off the hinges, granted, and that's the beauty of the sport, it was just one game we saw him lose all that season. <laughs> I, I will say that, uh, man, that's the beauty of football to a 9-7 and team. That's the Brady Super Bowl with the Giants. Uh, that's definitely him carrying his wagon. Um, but to be honest, yo, like Tom Brady, a lot of years, especially when they weren't winning, um, good defenses, good running game. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with being royalty. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with being prestigious. I'm arguing. I, I don't have the answers for you. But I'm posing. What's the the philosophy of your football team? What's the philosophy? Is a, is the quarterback carrying us, or is he riding with us? And and you know, I think greats have rode with. I think you know, not so greats have have carried. So. I just thought that was interesting, but we'll come back. Man, we got a lot to get into. Uh, ton to get into. Real nonsense. Stacks and phlegm. Man, we back, yo. Jeff Saturday's coaching football. I mean, I mean, there you have it. You know what I mean? Jeff Saturday is coaching football. So last time we talked to you. Jeff Saturday got a job as a head coach, coaching football. That's real nonsense. (laughs) What in the hell is going on in the world where guys that are talking on ESPN are getting called up like, hey, hey, Jeff, Jeff, I got a job for you you've never done. You ready? Are you sitting down? <laughs> what we're going to do, right, Jeff? I got a press conference in two days. It's already set up. Catered, all that. Everything's going down. We just need you to accept the job as interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts. That's all we need. Jeff, are you there? Okay. Okay, of course, we understand it's a lot. We understand. We get it. No, we're serious. No, no, it's not a joke. No, it's not a joke, man. We want to hire you for a job you've never done. No. Yes, we're going to pay you, Jeff. We're not joking. No, there won't be cameras... Jeff, there won't be cameras at the contract signing. No, 
telling you, this is the utmost sincerity. Listen, this is Jim Ursay himself on the phone. I'm hiring you, man, because I knew you. I knew you played center for my football team. <laughs> A couple, I knew you played center for my football team a couple years back. And I and and when when people ask me <laughs> when people ask me who I could sign, I uh I I mean <laughs> immediately I said there's no man more qualified for this job. Just <laughs> Real nonsense. Real nonsense. That's only place where you can pull a bad bitch in traffic. Just keep that fire on you. Won't catch me lacking. I put that shit on, little nigga. This that real fashion. Now every time they see the huncho, they like shout it half We two player with the ball, baby. We all pass. After our wall to wall, she a hookah savage. Yellow gold ropes led up before the carriage. Having motion, having too much motion. We two ass. Shit, I'm on that drink again. Drink. We the one they talking about. We the one. We the one. We the one they talking about. We the one. nonsense. Stacks of flame. <laughs> Super fun episode. Bring them choppers out. That's exactly what Joe Mixon did. He brought the choppers out. Any doubters in Joe Mixon showed. Not just one superstar. It's not just two superstars. They got a three-star trio out there in Cincinnati. Show that he is a prolific player in this league. Joe Mixon is uh is coming off one of the best weeks in football um that you're gonna get that you're ever going to see. You're never going to see a player like Joe Mixon play the way Joe Mixon played. Uh, problem with Joe Mixon, me, is just how often he can deliver performances as such. 22 carries, 153 rushing yards, four touchdowns, 12 first downs. And he caught four balls for 58 yards. Just throwing just throwing another half of the football field. I mean, he, he, you know, he ran a football field and a half. And he said, you know what? No. Two bills. I'll run up and down a football field twice. Positive yardage. With 11 men trying to tackle me. Despite all that. Despite 11 niggas trying to get me. I'm going to get up and down this bitch 200 times. Or 200 yards of it anyway. So. Four touchdowns. I mean, it's. What you going to do? What you going to do with him? Three first downs receiving. I mean, just, just throw it in there. That's an important stat. 
You look at third down conversions. That's an important stat. Players that convert third downs, those are premier players. Those are premier guys. So, I mean, Joe Mix, shame they lost the game, to be honest. Uh, that actually might not even be factual information. Some odd reason I feel like they lost the game. I could be totally wrong. Let's see. Oh no, no, they're on a bye this week. Last week, no, they won like tremendously. So, all right, so I was wrong about that. But my point being, <laughs> I think they lost the week prior. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they did. And that's what I think with no chase. Listen, uh, oh yeah, they got pummeled. They got pummeled by the Browns, so my mistake. But anyway, I digress. Digress. Hey, Gucci, a raw ass nigga, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> look, yo, Joe Mixon, the reason I like him fantasy wise, because you really can't do much better than Joe Mixon. In the sense of, what does the team have better than Joe Mixon? That makes Joe Mixon's value shoot through the roof. The The idea that the team can't do any better than Joe Mixon is pretty much what gives Joe Mixon that value. That's what gives Joe Mixon the the reality. You need to have him on your fantasy team uh, because there's no option. It's Samaj P. Ryan after Joe Mixon. That's it. That's it. And I said it last year. And there's some recordings on the outside. We got in the archives. I'm sorry. I'm uh recording at my house and I'm looking out the window and I just watched an Uber transaction go terribly wrong. The Uber pulled up and maybe you heard the horn honk, I don't know. But the Uber driver was there for about four minutes and then I can visibly the, the guy got out. It kind of stood in his door, opened the door, stood in his door. He had his left and uh, his left arm on the uh, on the, the the door that's open in part. Then he had the right arm on the hood, and he's standing, kind of looking for who I guess whoever he's supposed to pick up. Guy comes out after he honks the horn. Guy finally walks out to the car, and and they have some verbal exchange. And then the other guy just kind of walks off, and, and, and I'm just telling you, he just matched. I mean, he literally just pounds the accelerator. I don't know what just happened, uh, but that's definitely a uh, an Uber ride that went wrong. So, so my apologies for that. But anyway, I digress back to what is – um look, Joe Mixon, uh, need him fantasy-wise. Put it that way. Nothing, nothing wrong with having Joe Mixon on your fantasy team. Nothing wrong with having Joey Mick uh, scoring your touchdowns just each and every week. Because he's talking about running the ball. He's the only option. So, 
Saints, Ravens. That recap. Uh, I mean, it's it's. I don't know what the plan for the Saints are. Is was uh, whatever tense you want to put it in. I have no idea what the New Orleans Saints had planned for professional football this year. Maybe it was James Winston. It's now Andy Dalton. And I mean that ain't it. It's it's a it's a showcasing of just pure ineptitude as far as roster building from the New Orleans Saints. It shows how much they depended on Drew Brees. It shows why Drew Brees only won one Super Bowl. It shows that, to be honest, as good as we thought the Saints were, they were only as good as a Hall of Fame quarterback. That was it. The Saints are not that good. I'll be dead-ass honest with you. They're not that good. If Patrick Mahomes sprains his ankle, and God forbid, you know, preseason of some 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 year chiefs generally how they're built stay competitive and that comes back to the carry the wagon uh analogy but yeah i don't know how necessarily they're built but i don't necessarily agree with how they're built <laughs> And that and that that part is um I don't know, that, that part just just really sticks out to me. That the Saints had no plan, had no idea what it is they were gonna do once they lost good coach, good quarterback. Now granted, but as a business who was in charge the whole time? Like, that's the other thing. Now, you don't want Dan Snyder, who's always in, you know, in every deal and in every meeting and the the power structure, the balance. That's what you want. Robert Kraft's finding that now. Good players are showing they're a little more valuable than good coaches. Good GMs. GMs, I think, I think GMs, and quarterbacks are at an all-time high as far as value. And I think coaches have never been at a lower value. I really do. I think coaches have never been at a lower clip than, than what's going on right now. Because I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's more talent than you've ever seen. It's more talent all over the place. Having a, having a great quarterback. I don't know who the GM for the Kansas City Chiefs is. <laughs> Couldn't fucking tell you. So that's that's kind of my point. But I know who the goddamn quarterback is. And that goes for a lot of good quarterbacks. I don't know who the goddamn GM for him is. But the point is, a good quarterback, it's, it's just the best makeup. It's the best fucking perfume. It's the best cologne. It's the best fucking mask you can put on a good quarterback changes the fucking game 
But no, uh, to the center of that Saints uh, Ravens game, look, look, Ravens beat a team they're better than. That's that's it for that. But as far as the Saints, that's where the real story is. Saints got a lot of work to do. I mean, they got to find an identity again. I mean, they're back. I mean, and they were dread. They're a small market. Don't forget that. That stadium gets loud. That's why they're a dome. Don't forget that. They're in the South. They don't have to be a dome. They're a dome because that's a small market. That's where Chris Paul went and you forgot about him. You forgot about Chris Paul when he was a New Orleans Hornet. That's what happens in that market. That's where players go and they get swallowed up. So don't forget that part too. They got to find a whole new identity again because they had one. They had Drew Brees. Peyton said, man, one year without a, without another guy, <laughs> without another guy to fucking back me in this shit show. Now nah, I'm out too. So. Good luck. It was a good run though. I mean, shit. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not shedding any tears for these motherfuckers. You know, my fandom, the team I root for. And shit, man, I'd love to have a run like that. Super Bowl in the middle of that, competing in the playoffs every year, Hall of Fame ceremony coming up. Nigga, please. I ain't feeling sorry for you. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, man, look, let me spin to this. I, I want to spin to the Indianapolis Colts. So, I, I can't put a finger on what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts. I cannot wrap my mind around what's happening with the Indianapolis Colts. I got no idea. I got no earthly idea what the Indianapolis Colts are doing, planning to do, continue to do, led by an owner, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a Jim Ursay special episode. I'm going to do a deep dive in Ursay. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I haven't even done my research on Ursay. I just know what's like mainstream uh, reported about Ursay. I'm going to dive into Ursay. And I'm going to do a 30-minute special episode on Ursay. Because I... <laughs> As bad as Daniel Snyder is, the irony is the front runner for pointing him out is Jim. Jim's a dick. Dan's a dick. Robert Kraft's a dick. Robert Kraft is getting happy endings in a league that's punishing Deshaun Watson. So the checks and balances are all off. And 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 in professional sports where where Kyrie Irving is is being forced to perform a checklist, perform a scavenger hunt. Let me talk about that for a second. Cause that just fun, and that's and that's why this episode's fun, and that's why this is is the progressive sports content. That's really get anywhere. So you never know what you're gonna get. That's wrong. 
I, I may never say these words again. Because he's my brother. Because he's, you know, black man. I hope I do have the privilege of saying these words again. But I, 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 I side and I firmly agree with Stephen A. Smith. And I don't think I've ever said those words. Definitely not on a microphone. But I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Especially about this matter. What Kyrie Irving did, brought upon himself. But at the root of it, what the organization is doing is childish, belittling, dehumanizing, and flat out egregious. The organization is the low ball in all this. The Brooklyn Nets are being run like a, 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 a local rec league team. Where here's the list of, of requirements before we let you back in the club. This is supposed to be a professional organization. This is supposed to be a job. This is supposed to be a job. A job. Imagine if your job handed you this social checklist that you had to obtain or create or, or, or not even create, but had to appease before they even heard you out towards reinstatement versus what's my penalty for my actions. What's fair to the man is what's his penalty for his actions. I'm not arguing whether what he did or said or whatever. I'm not even going to, I'm not even getting into that. The point is, is he being punished for his actions or is he being drunk, uh, strung through this, this ringer of, of nonsense. And that's what it is. It's, it's this, it's this, this game that now a professional organization is trying to play with a human being. And that's wrong. Don't matter what color you are, blue, purple. Doesn't matter what color you're talking about. I don't care if a white person says something about a black person. I really don't care. I really don't care. The point is, man, punish them. What's the dude, Riley Cooper? Look, that's what happened with him. He's on camera saying he's on camera committing the most racially egregious crime known in America. White man saying nigger. They punished him, and he got back to it. They're talking about this guy needs decent. Man, it's a joke. It is a joke, and it it infuriates me. It infuriates me that even now that we can put this kind of stuff on microphones, and we can put this kind of stuff on, on, on radio and broadcast and put it out there in the world, and they never care. They never care. It never stops. The pursuit to just demasculate the black man. It never stops. To undermine the black man's power. And I guess it's Superman and, 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 and Luthor. I guess it is that. I guess it is that. I guess that every hero needs the antagonist. I suppose. But God damn it, man. Does Batman not ever get tired of fighting? I hope this is not springing from that Uber incident. Oh, Cyrus in the back. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. But anyway, but no, seriously, I, I I hope like does the Green Goblin 
always have to spoil Spider-Man's day. But that's the thing about, I guess, being a hero. You're always needed. I think black people being the first of this earth throughout history have shown we were always needed. And sometimes we were needed in bondage to keep this motherfucker going. But anyway, I digress. But I say all that to say. I mean, that's the reality. I mean, that's the fucking reality, man. How much we need it? How much do certain ones matter to organizations, man? But, uh, anyway, that got really deep. <laughs> we'll come back. Real nonsense, Stacks Flow. You like to go and get some brunch around three. Round 10, I went deep and now she sleep. She call me Poppy if you pimping, call me P. Playing like my watches and she dripping in the sheets. Yeah, she is dying, but no, she not a freak. That's cap, I'm lying, cause she a freak with me. Start my lifetime, wanna fuck up my timeline. We can take a day, I dick away and drink fine wine. Need that Lord to watch my back, not that slime kind. But we can start over and do it again, I do it nine times. I'ma count this guap guap when I Real nonsense. That's a plan. Alright, uh. Look, Justin Fields is having a year. We're gonna do the fantasy, uh. Next joint, uh. Next joint show we do. Look forward to the fantasy all pro. First show I ever do this, too. Fantasy All Pros. Get one quarterback, first team All Pro. Second quarterback, first team All Pro. And I suggest in your leagues, I suggest you guys do this. Out there, anybody listening? I suggest you guys give out those awards, man. Don't just have the league. Celebrate the league. Keep the excitement for the league. Beauty of fantasy, man. It's not. It's, it's an every week thing. It's, it's something you got. It's something you incubate. It's an egg. It's competition. It's competition. Keep that competition alive. Keep that competitive spirit. Give out those awards. Those awards, yo. And especially if you play money leagues. You got money leagues? Stop giving that money out, man. Yeah, man. To the player that uh, drafts the, uh, you know, MVP of fantasy, there's ten buck, ten buck bonus. Give guys, a, you know, give guys a reason to keep playing. Most most points in the league. You know, second to last place wins ten bucks something. Keep it, keep it interesting. Keep it guys that want to play all year. Cause that, that's what I realized. You get the week four or five of fantasy. It's, it's, it's dreads, man. I'm telling you, it uh, it gets to you. It's mentally exhausting. That's why I like golf so much. You get to the fifth hole, 
you've been trying to hit the ball right for 14 times. You've been trying to hit the ball perfectly 14 fucking times. You walk up to number 15. How you feeling? Do, are you are you at that point where you're saying, I just want to hit this bitch. I don't really care about the arm positioning and all that fucking lateral shit. I just want to hit this fucking ball closer to that goddamn hole. And that's what it comes down to. It's the mental endurance. Fantasy's that kind of sport. But anyway, Justin Fields, if you are playing fantasy, I think they are finding out what to do with my guy, Justin Fields. He's that kind of player. Let's just be honest. It's not that he can't play quarterback. He just can't play quarterback traditionally. The conversation is opened up. The conversation is different than it was 10 years ago. Just is. It was, it's way different than it was 15, 20 years ago. And, and the, the, the reality that throughout 15, 20, 30 years, there's been guys that are better runners than throwers of the football, and there have always been cases throughout history. So that part, that part you, you can't argue anymore, or you shouldn't be arguing in 2022 if your legs are an asset as a quarterback. They should no longer be looked at as a hindrance to your ability to play quarterback. Can the guy throw the football at times? I was starting a franchise and the Bears were a team. Listen, if the Bears were going to hire me as a head coach, I'd take the job. Let me put that out there. But if I had options, I wouldn't take the job. Let me put that out there. Both. Both can be true. And that's because of Justin Fields. The team is the team. The team. I mean, the team is pretty damn good, to be honest. To muster three to four wins, whatever they got. I think it's three. The team's pretty damn good. Because he still looks college. He still looks very raw, and he still looks college. He's winning in a college fashion when he does, and he's playing good in a college fashion when he does. He's not playing at a pro level. That's the problem. People don't draft pros. And that's why I'm big on starts. That's why I'm big on guys like Kenny Pickett. Granted, Pickett might bust. But I could I could sit in my boss's office and explain Kenny Pickett before I could explain a, 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 a Daniel Snyder pick like Dwayne Haskins, uh, you know, just guys that aren't, you know, just guys that can't play the position. I want guys that are groomed, pedigreed. He's not that. But to, let me talk about what he is. What he can do and what he can be, if they invest the way they have kind of shifted the way they're playing, they're definitely running him 140-something-plus yards. They're understanding he's their best asset towards winning. They're going to be a tough out. But this is the thing about the NFL. Remember this. The Lions were a tough out. That was their claim to fame starting the season. Week one, week two, week three. Lions, tough team to beat. At this point, tough out, runs out. So, 
you gotta you you gotta make a decision as a as a staff if you're the Bears. Is this his ceiling? And we're just a tough out team. Each and every, you know, we play hard. And, and we fuck up the spread each and every week. Or are we winning games? And I don't know that I've seen necessarily from Justin the winning games aspect per se. But I've seen flashes. And I've seen the tough out. But Baker, Baker Mayfield, tough out. It's a lot of quarterbacks that can kind of play. You thought Kirk Cousins for a long time was a tough. It's it's quarterbacks that middle. Now, Kirk's played himself way out of that tough out. Kirk's a legitimate starter franchise guy. But it's certain guys that are okay. Jacoby Brissett right now, tough out guy. You know, you know, you don't walk in every game thing. We're going to roll Brissett. We know he's not on the top tier, but we know he's not beneath having a, a, a good to great game. That's not out of the realm of possibility. So, uh, I think Justin's on the, on the fringe of that. Is he, consistently going to be able to take the next step to being a good player all the time? Or is Justin just a guy that plays great every, you know, two or three weeks? In that case, he's just a tough out guy. Jared Goff. That's Goff. Goff's problem is he lets his floor, if Goff had a higher floor, He'd be a better quarterback. I don't even need Jared Goff to be a dynamic quarterback. I just need a higher floor from him. The problem is bad golf is really bad. That's the problem with Jared Goff. Bad golf is really bad. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, Kirk Cousins is 71. I brought him up. Uh, yeah, he's 71. Uh, hey, let me say this. Um, he is setting himself up for this. He's setting himself up to prove everybody wrong. He's 71. He's going to have a home game playoffs. NFC division, right? What's he going to do with it? He's going to have a prime time game where he's going to have to show up. It's going to be the biggest game of his life. He's going to have the city on his back, the fan base on his back. Kirk Cousins is getting everything he's asked for. Every narrative that he wants to be able to shed Everything that he wants to be able to get off his back, every stigma, everything that everybody's ever called him, he's going to have a chance. Sports gods are lining that up for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is having the opportunity to prove everybody wrong. Everybody that said he can't do it, big lights, everybody's going to bet against him. Vegas is going to move the line by a point, I promise you. 
Can't wait to see Kirk Cousins and his playoff number come out. I really can't. Well, the Vikings, I have to word it that way. But a lot of times when you're picking numbers, it's quarterback on quarterback. But anyway, I can't wait to see the Vikings playoff number. I promise you, you can move it a point. Uh, I promise you, you can move it a point. I promise you. But anyway, uh, that'll be fun. But now I say all that to say, Kirk, I mean, he's they're, – they're having a great season, and he's going to coast himself into a number one, number one, number two seed, NFC. Uh, and we'll see what he does, man. Playoff Kirk, man. We'll see what he does, man. He th- – they're pl- they're giving them the chance. They're giving them the chance. They're giving them the chance. One loss already. They're giving them the chance. Comeback games. Just had a comeback game this past week. Kirk has a chance to write his own destiny. That's the thing. And this this is the beauty of life, right? This is where life steps in. Kirk has the opportunity, right? Right now, right? To write his own destiny. And it's easy to say that especially from the seat I'm sitting in. The reality is he can't. He can't. Kirk cannot go out there and write his own destiny. Kirk is at the will of whatever he plays and whatever happens. But the thought is right now is Kirk can go out there and just be great. 7-1, win the rest of them games, and, and go down as a legend, son. <laughs> That's the thing. He's in a great spot. He's... The team's in a great spot. I'll say this. He's got the opportunity, though, to shut everyone the fuck up that's ever doubted him or that's ever felt like he's not going to uh, ever be able to shake the 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 primetime stigma. And I'm one of them. I've seen it firsthand, man. I've seen it for years. I've seen it for four-plus years. This guy just slumming on primetime, prime time, so... I've seen him slum in a playoff game, so, you know, don't give it to me. I don't know. Uh, you know, so all the love for Kirk Cousins. Uh, wish him the best, but, yeah, I'm just neutral on Kirk. I'm neutral on the Vikings because the Vikings go as Kirk goes. That's the reality of it. Vikings are no better than Kirk is. Kirk carries that wagon. Unless Dalvin Cook just, you know, but – He's known to wear down through the season, not not prime up. I'll say that about Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry, playoff Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. Uh, Dalvin Cook is known to have, uh, you know, good starts. Uh, but, I mean, these are all running backs, though. You know, running backs, you know, wear out through the season. So, it's not a slight to them, but I don't I put it this way. I don't know who's going to carry that team outside of Kirk Cousins. And I think the GM knew that. And that's why they went and got TJ Hawkinson. They went and got that man a tight end, just like Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, he's got a number one option right in his first read every time. Uh, And, you know, he showed that coming out this week. I think nine targets or nine catches, one or two. Uh, But either way. He peppered, no, 12 targets, nine catches. Uh, Hawkinson had himself a game. And, um, yeah, 
I think the the GM's right in line the way I'm thinking. That we got to help Kirk because Kirk has to carry this wagon. We need to lighten this load. And if that means we can't carry bums, you know what I mean? We can't carry Osborne's and and, and all those other bums that they had on the roster. But, uh, but yeah, the resurgence of Cordell Patterson is amazing to me, too. But I uh, just want to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, let's see what we got here. It's funny. Um, man, that Panthers Falcons game is coming up. I don't. I don't know if there's a worse. I don't know if there's a worse quarterback room in football than the Panthers. They're the starting quarterback played in the XFL. Not that that's a knock. Taylor, well, put it this way: Who am I to talk? Taylor Heineke played in the XFL. So let's say that. He was a backup in the XFL. So that's probably worse, to be honest. I do remember P.J. Walker uh, playing in the uh, – actually being a starter. And I, I'll be honest. I'll be dead-ass honest with you. When I saw him, he did look excited, and he looked good. I'm not going to lie to you. He did look good in the XFL. Uh – Great story, but this game's gonna be ass. Uh, I mean, you couldn't have a bigger stinker. You couldn't care less about two teams, the Falcons and the Panthers. You couldn't care less about either team, and that's what's going on on Thursday night. Amazon, yeah, that's short end of that stick, but I mean, you just really couldn't care less about either of these teams. Uh, I mean, made the best team win. Give me the. Falcons, Falcons better team overall. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just think Panthers catch up to themselves. They've been playing hard, though. I'll say that. They've been playing hard. And uh, kudos to them <laughs> for playing hard. But it's a relentless league. And, uh, yeah, I mean, playing hard only gets you so far. So, And I think playing hard has got them as far as they're going to get. I think the Falcons are just better coached. And, uh, I mean, that whole staff's on their route. Uh, well, Matt Rule's already out, so. I mean, there you have it, so. Uh, Herbert, man. Listen, Herbert. Herbert's got to get it together. And I don't know if it's Staley. I don't know if it's. I don't know who it is. It's a lack of talent, though. I'll say that. They've got like guys like Austin Eckler and was Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I mean, decent names. What the fuck's going on though? As far as talent. Like what's going on? Like where's the where's the surgence of young talent? Where's the portal of young talent? This is California. What the hell are we doing? This is California. We should have the fastest fucking guys you can find. We should have the fastest motherfuckers you could put on the goddamn field. What are we known for? Justin Herbert. What else? We don't know. We don't know. Tried to find an identity. You went and got Khalil Mack. 
Great. What else? How's that work? So you got to figure it out. If you're the if you're the Chargers, you got to figure out who you are. The same way to the Saints earlier, you need an identity. And you haven't had an identity. You've always been close. And now the team that you share a stadium with won a fucking Super Bowl. What are you going to do? Now they suck. But it's okay. Because they're still drunk. And they're still they're still hanging out all over the building. And their memorabilia. And they're wearing their hats. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, L.A.? Chargers. What are you going to do? Because you're in the same building, same locker rooms, same shared spaces. What are you going to do? Who are you? What's your identity? What's your identity? So that's what L.A. has to figure out. We know Herbert can play. Now, I'm not quick. I'm not ready to take Herb out of the top tiers. But I think he's carrying the wagon. To the to the to the more root of this shit <laughs> or this episode, I think Herbert is carrying the wagon, and that wagon's heavy. Not enough guys are getting off. You got hurt guys on the wagon. You got slow guys on the wagon. You got pass catching running backs on the wagon. How does that make sense? Say that out loud. What's your what's your running back's best best uh, ability? Pass catching. Say that out loud. So we got running backs on the roster that don't specialize in running the football. Starting. So I don't know, and I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy in Washington D.C. That's all I am. That's all I am. It's people in that front office that get sleep at night knowing they're starting running back, doesn't specialize in running the football. One of the biggest cities in the in the world. I'm done. I digress, man. I, I really do. Look, man, we come back, we're gonna close this bad boy out. Real nonsense, stacks and fun. Cash out, don't make me go my shine, let your niggas be small Crack a seal on them, I got ACPO I get high like that man with the afro Take off in that rocket, I'm an astro Gotta make sure fam straight, I'm the backbone I just took your bitch to Europe for a vacation I'm on Perkins, I'm on syrup, nigga, dumb waste Came from trapping, not that band, no, when it's still vague You can tell them about my paper, about my conversation Gotta be a dime, I can't fuck with bass like I'm playing Jane, like no roller face. Never had a dollar, boy, you too contagious. Ain't never heard by me, goes, boy, you must be crazy. I'm back. Gotta be a dime, I can't fuck with bass. Like I'm playing Jane. All 
Johnson, saxophone. Your man's about to get up out of here. I just want to bring you back on some real nonsense. I saw a video. This is sad, man. All right, this city's sad. I saw a video of, uh, you know, a group of guys playing rec ball five on five. Uh, you know, typical rec ball scene. And it's indoors, so it's in the gym. Seems to be more community center than a high school, but I can't, I can't say for certain. I don't know, but uh, let's call it a community center. And um, guys playing rec ball, and you know, typical guys on sideline. Uh, but one of the people on sideline happens to be recording, and uh, the the tagline they put across the recording was, "This is why." Uh, niggas can't play ball no more. Or niggas can't hoop no more. I want to say it's paraphrasing, but at the root of it, I'm, I'm pretty accurate. That's the quote. This is why niggas can't hoop no more. And um, video goes on for a little bit. It is uh, obvious tension on the court, but it's not like tension niggas came with, like your neighborhood versus mine. Nothing like that. It's just... Seemingly, like, hey, you're better than I thought, <laughs> and I'm defending you, so now I'm going to insult you, things like that, of that nature. I, I, there's no necessary antagonist I would point a finger at. I can't look at either party uh, and feel like, you know what, the escalation that's about to occur was warranted on either side, but I will say the person that escalates it is the fucking the fucking donk is the fucking douchebag, the dickhead, uh, yeah, the nigga that's not fit for society. So uh, long story short, competitive game going on, a little trash talk, but that's normal. You come, uh, oh, I'm sorry, one of the 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 persons in the altercation, the verbal altercation, uh, decides to go to the sideline. This is at a check ball moment, too. So, everybody knows top of the key. Uh, now, they're playing full court, but they're at one of the – if the cameraman has the camera in his hand. So, they're at the left end of the court. They're at the top of the key. They're checking ball, and one of the people in the verbal altercation decides to go to his bag, literally pulls out a loaded gun, cocks it, and puts it in his sweatpants pockets. Now, thank God people understood – and saw what the fuck he just did. Because they abruptly say, nigga, no, you're not coming on the court with the fucking gun. What the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck? It's all, what I saw in that was someone saying, the next time this nigga fouls me, I'm going to kill him. That's what I saw in that moment. A game of pickup basketball. Now, granted, you can easily, you can be, you can be a Twitter guy and feel like, well, Wendell, you weren't there, you don't know. Maybe they had, maybe they had a hundred thousand dollars on that game, nigga. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Then that's a gentleman's agreement. I don't care what the scenario is. I don't care what the angle is. Unless we're playing for my children's life. Unless we're playing for my life. 
which we're not going to be doing anyway. A trial by combat is not happening over a game of basketball. So none of it's... And all the thought I've put into it, it is impossible for me to come up with any acceptable reason that you needed to load, well, have a loaded gun, and then cock one and put one in the chamber to get one ready with safety off and proceed to say, all right, I'm ready now to play offense. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's asinine. That's what's wrong with black communities. That person. Not every person, but that person. That nigga. That nigga that thinks he needs a gun at the gym. That gym that creates an environment that niggas need to be strapped to hoop. It's a whole failed processing system. I don't know who, everybody's holding this real nonsense here. Every nigga in that game, even the niggas that stopped it, and they didn't do anything wrong. I took down every hoop. I'd have took down every hoop. And that's the shame because it's over one nigga. It's over one stupid ass nigga. And now we can't have nothing. Now our community suffers because one nigga couldn't stand some good defense. That's real fucking nonsense. You say you got troops, can't get no strength and no loot. I put on boot, so I can fuck this hoe by the two. She know we're a group. Let her take a break on root. Connect like Bluetooth. Cooked up with a silver spoon. I can turn my house to a bank. Watch me fill the room. All these takers and birds. Look like a pilgrim room. 